Thank you for joining us today for our second episode of the Mainly Matters Nonprofit Report. I'm Jared McCannell, your host for today, October 15th, 2021. We have a special show for you today with a guest, a local nonprofit employee here in Rockland, Maine, from the Rockland-based nonprofit Trekkers. Uh, Caleb Robinson is joining us today. But before we start our conversation about the amazing work Trekkers is doing and what Caleb's doing there, I'd just like to remind everyone that Maine has a vibrant and active nonprofit sector and that we could dedicate a show each and every day of the year to a different nonprofit and still have plenty of material for the future. So when developing this Mainly Matters program, we originally wanted to do nonprofit news. But the truth is, news changes all the time and podcasts stay on the web forever. So we decided the best bet would be to go ahead and just interview a nonprofit each episode And that way, our guests and our listeners have a chance to really learn about the main nonprofit sector and what we're doing here. With that said, uh, I'd like to welcome our guest, Caleb Robinson from Trekkers. Caleb, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. Well, before we get into the great work you're doing with Trekkers, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you find Trekkers? Where'd you grow up? What got you interested in this stuff? Yeah, I'd love to. Well, that's uh, fortunately a very easy question. I grew up in uh, Thomason, so right nearby, and I was a Trekker myself. So I joined the program in uh, seventh grade and went through all six years of the program and graduated. And uh, yeah, I went off to school at UMaine Orno for a while and came back to Trekkers a couple yeah. of years after graduating. So. That's great. So the, the experience you had at Trekkers those six years uh, obviously was a positive experience. Uh, and then you came back to work there. That's fantastic. Uh, I know any nonprofit leader is always excited when the population they're serving comes back and gives back to the organization. That's fantastic. Uh, well, great. So tell me a little bit about Trekkers. What, what is Trekkers? What's the mission? Uh, where are you located? Who are your, uh, your tar- who's the target audience that you're serving? Yeah. Uh, so Trekkers started out in 1994, uh, just in Thomaston. So it started out in Thomaston, mostly working with just seventh and eighth graders, um, and slowly started uh, expanding its reach into the six towns that we serve now. So Alice Head, Cushing, South Thomaston, Thomaston, Rockland, and uh, St. George. So those are the the towns that we serve, and. As we started to expand the towns we serve, we also started to expand to doing uh, later years. So it went from just working with 7th and 8th graders to eventually the model it is now, where we work with 7th graders all the way until they graduate in uh, in high school in 12th grade. That's fantastic. Uh, and so what, what does this work look like that you're doing with, with the students? Yeah, uh, it looks like many different things. So on the outside, one of the, the biggest catches and one of the things that we really get students excited about and bought into the program in 7th grade is... Um, our expeditions. So each year we have a different expedition um, and they vary in length as well as kind of what we're trying to do. But the seventh grade trip, uh, the introductory trip, will start out uh, with the first big experience, bringing a lot of community members and bring the the seventh graders to uh, Acadia. So from that trip, which is a three-day trip, we start going bigger and uh, eventually we'll take them on their eighth grade trip, which is one that goes around New England and usually lasts around 10 days. Um, So each trip is a little different as well. We'll go ninth grade, it'll be an urban expedition where we're kind of taking them 
uh, into a city environment. Um, for me, it was my first time on my next grid trip. Like a big to, city like Augusta or a big oh, city like Boston. To, uh, to Boston <laughs> and DC. Yeah, it was the first time I had ever been to DC. It was on oh, no a, a trucker's trip. So, wow. Yeah, the, the big draws, the expeditions, but a little bit throughout the year is uh, what I'm doing is planning those expeditions mm -hmm. and also um, kind of interacting with the students, be that doing something that they want to do, like going on a hike, uh, playing board games, or we also try to meet them out in the community. Mm -hmm. So um, that's sort of what we do. But in terms of why we're doing it, I would hearken to uh, the mission statement, where which is cultivating the inherent strengths of young people through the power of long-term relationships. That's the... That's that's quite a mission. I mean, that's a is. really <laughs> great mission statement, too. Yeah. Um, and the re that... So the outside draw of Trekkers, of course, is the expeditions, but really what we're trying to do is what the mission statement says is try and focus on what young people are good at and how we can use that to leverage um, them and kind of support them in the long term. So the part there with the long term relationships is that what I think that makes Trekkers really unique is the long term aspect of it. So through those six years. I think that's how you um, earn the right to be heard, we like to say, and earn the respect of students so that they're going to be someone that comes to you. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, students may not want to talk to their parents or guardians about things. And we're, we like to be a supporter and someone that can kind of bridge that gap and, you know, encourage them to have conversations or help them find resources wherever that, you know, might need to be. Mm -hmm. So you're... I mean, a lot of this work is also advocacy. I mean, you're you're a resource for these these students, uh, and I say students because you've been saying seventh through twelfth grade, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're all high school or middle school students. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and so that that advocacy work. I mean, you're helping them find resources. I imagine, you know, in in the upper grades, if they're going off to college, maybe they could get a, a recommendation or a referral right. letter, that sort of thing, or help with writing a college essay maybe, or yeah, is it, does it go that far out into working with students or is it really just focused on a couple of, you know, mission driven projects? Uh, no, it definitely uh, goes that far out. Cool. So obviously I'm not necessarily a guidance counselor. I have experienced, you know, making a resume and all that sort of thing. So I'm a resource there, but I'm also, if it's something that's out of, um, you know, my, realm of expertise, my hope is to be able to help bridge that gap as well. So if it's whether that's like preventative work or intervention work, um, my hope is to be that like connection and be able to mm -hmm. facilitate that for students where I personally don't have the, the expertise always. Yeah. Uh, now, I know Trekkers in the past has had um, some national service support through AmeriCorps. Are you currently working with AmeriCorps members? Yeah, we are. Uh, Mitchell Del Friday, a, a friend and also alumni of the program, is currently doing his second year at wow. AmeriCorps. So okay, so wait, he's an alumni of the program, and he's an AmeriCorps member. Yep. Okay, so this guy's going to be the CEO, you know, <laughs> in ten years or so. Or... Maybe, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure your executive director is uh, not leaving anytime soon. She's really great. So. Yeah, Amy's fantastic. <laughs> Amy is. Fantastic. I sure hope not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mitchell's there for his second year. Um, I know, yeah, he's got some interest in being a program manager, deciding, yeah. figuring out what he wants to do. We'll see there, but regardless, he's got my support. He's, yeah. He's been really great to have this year. And I know there's talks as well about having some more AmeriCorps terms and soon as well. So, Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I'm a personal fan of AmeriCorps. I worked in a program out in California uh, coordinating an AmeriCorps program that placed 
AmeriCorps members who served as volunteer managers in 10 different agencies. And we trained the volunteer manager, the AmeriCorps member to function in that way. And they built up the program and then we're able to kind of turn it back over to the organization. I thought that process was so slick. <laughs> you know, it, it really was uh, a great way to increase capacity across the, the county. And, and so I can't say enough about AmeriCorps, but this show isn't about AmeriCorps. So we'll get back to the script here. Um, well, I have a question about Trekkers. You probably, you can't do all this work alone. Do you have partnering agencies or folks in the community you work mm -hmm. with? Yeah. Um, so something as well. So my job is sort of facilitating the experiences and like setting up the meetings and all that. But um, this work could never be done without volunteers, both within the organization. So volunteer leaders, uh, we have student leaders and also alumni leaders and adult leaders from the community that really. I'm going to interrupt and say, I can see the long-term relationship pattern there. That's, that, that, that's great. So yeah. Go ahead. And um, really like we wouldn't be able to do it without all of those volunteers, just for many reasons, right? Uh, I think I can be a role model and supporter for every student that'll uh, work with me, but at the same time, we want to have a breadth of adults that um, are there and like have different skill sets and different personalities than me. Like, mm -hmm. as you imagine, naturally, uh, different students have start better or like form stronger bonds quicker with different people. And so we want to be able to bring in uh, community members and adults that have like can reach every student because mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the exact perfect match for everyone. And neither is one of my coworker, like other program managers. And so it's really essential that we have that. Um, yeah. And it's one of those things too, where it is the facilitation for those long-term relationships, um, kind of creating the space for other people to come in and like be able to see what we do and also to see kind of like how young people are. It's, Something that's really important to us. No, that's great. Uh, I mean, the <clears throat> I'm going to steal the line from my wife, uh, but the brilliance of young people is completely underestimated and overlooked, and uh, and it's a amazing resource for mm -hmm. for all of us. So yeah, that's great. I'm really impressed. Um, so as far as community partners, I know you know at one point um, some folks from Trekkers had come here to Penobscot Bay Language School uh, to have your Kind of holiday party but during that holiday party you also were preparing food um to take to i think the landing place mm -hmm. and so do you have other community partners like the landing place that you you know collaborate with or work with um, yeah okay. there's the landing place and also i mean there's many but a couple that come to mind are just of course the schools we work really closely with uh the schools we serve so primarily oceanside high school oceanside middle school um saint george and then uh, Camden High School as well. So it's really important to us that we have a relationship there so that we can learn from the school about how students are doing. As you can imagine, students are acting different ways when they're in trekkers as they are when they're in school or on soccer teams. And so we want to be there both to hear what teachers and faculty members have to say and also to be able to support them how we can, if that's through um, like maybe tutoring or just kind of giving them an idea of like what we've seen on expeditions and through trekkers to just better have like a web of support around mm -hmm. a student, then we're really trying to do that. Um, and then another thing is uh, Urban Trekkers comes to mind. So one of our partners that is down in Camden, New Jersey, that follows a similar model, uh, the same model as Trekkers that started uh, only like some years after Trekkers mm -hmm. that um, we like to work with. As you imagine with the pandemic, we have not been able to work with them as much, but we've like having uh, our exchange, like cultural exchanges and having 
programming together. For example, oftentimes on a ninth grade trip, our urban expedition will go down and visit them. And then they have a program that typically comes up and visits us uh, either in October or August. So, wow. Really fantastic. Well, that's great. Um, <clears throat> so you mentioned the pandemic. My question for you about the pandemic is, um, how did that affect you? I know Trekkers doesn't, it's not an entrepreneurial nonprofit in the sense that you don't, um, you know, we, we here at the school, we sell language classes and we make revenue through that, but your services are different. You're not charging, correct? The students or you are? Yeah, we have a, a dues. Okay, uh, dues. Okay. Yep, dues yep. payment and as, as well as opportunity for fundraising throughout the year. So yep. if students want to participate in fundraising, they okay. can participate and have the money from the fundraisers go into cutting their dues. And then we also have a, a scholarship program. Great. It's really important to us. Um, we always say that we've never turned a student away for financial reasons. So yeah. we always want to have those things in place. Okay, great. And I, I jumped to the conclusion that the programming was free, mm -hmm. um, but that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. also it, it encourages, I mean, just, we do the same thing, you know, with, with adults having to pay something, people end up, uh, I don't know, a sense of responsibility to follow through mm -hmm. with that. Um, you know, if you're, if it's free, then it's quote unquote, you know, worthless in the sense that, you right. don't you know, but this is obviously an amazing opportunity. So it makes a lot of sense to have the kids, mm -hmm. you know, develop their own way to support that and create that sustainability for the organization. Um, because yeah, you can't do it for everyone in, in the community. And that, that leads to my next question. How do you pick your class of trekkers each year? Yeah. So we'll accept, um, 20 students in total for the seventh grade classes. And then our hope is to have like around 15 to 20 students in each co like each cohort throughout the year um, until they graduate. But essentially we send out a letter to all of the towns we serve and all the school districts we serve to the seventh graders inviting anyone in seventh grade to join. Um, and then they sign up and once they've signed up, we do a completely uh, lottery system. So mm -hmm. we put all the names in the hat and whoever uh, gets the first 20 drawn out are the students for that year. And then, the other students are placed in the same uh, we'll keep pulling hats to have our wait list. So, gotcha. yeah, no, that's great. Um, and so you can, I mean, you're obviously getting a, a wide swath of youth from the mid coast region that way, which is mm -hmm. great. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's great. Do you think there's ever a chance for trekkers to grow beyond that 20? I think so. Yeah. I think it's either, our expansion would be either outward, like expanding to more towns or yeah, expanding more people per class. Right now we've been doing two cohorts of 20 for each year. So, mm -hmm. um, but also making sure that, yeah, uh, obviously we're, we don't want to saturate too much as well. Mm -hmm. We, we work a lot with the community and if we're, you know, obviously asking for donations or like donors for different programs throughout the year, we want to make sure that we're expanding our breadth as well. But, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so I'm sorry, I steered you away from my original question. Um, so tell me about your, how did you survive the pandemic mm -hmm. is what my real question is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think fortunately we have a lot of deep roots as well, but as you can imagine, there's a lot of challenge with, uh, just not being able to be in person. So much of the core of Trekkers and the core of like why I came back to Trekkers is like the relationship building part. Um, and so it was hard as you can imagine, uh, to not be able to be in person with people. Um, I haven't had as much opportunity to be able to work with students or parents face-to-face. -face, and I think all of those things are really important to that long-term element of getting to know them better and figuring out uh, how best we can 
support them. Um, but we did try, yeah, doing a lot of, there's, there's also a lot of room there to try new things, mm -hmm. which was really great. Um, the summer immediately after the pandemic started, the way we tried to do it is all, of course, like outdoor programming and doing a little bit more interest-based programming. So mm -hmm. instead of the core expeditions where obviously we're in tight corridors and we'd be on the bus, so we wouldn't, we weren't able to do that. We were trying out um, some different programmings. We had uh, program offerings open to anyone in Trekker. So it wasn't their specific cohort. It was anyone from the eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 uh, grades that were able to do like a kayak and canoeing track or mm -hmm. a rock climbing track. So still trying to uh, engage in just a different way mm -hmm. was our way of adapting for that summer. And then, yeah. Great. You know, I know <clears throat> a lot of nonprofits, um, you know, they try to get some of the government funding, like the PPP loans and grants and things like that. Uh, but even with some of that help, I mean, it was challenging for a lot of small nonprofits um, because mm -hmm. they didn't necessarily have the banking relationships they needed to have, you know, to get that grant or, you know, enough uh, financial history, you know, if they've hired and let go and hired again, you know, staff, it, it doesn't show that consistent um, expense. And so it was hard for a lot of nonprofits uh, to access the resources that were there. Uh, but what I found in my own experience, and then obviously talking with lots of other people is that creativity that you mentioned, it gave all of us nonprofit organizations a chance to rethink, how do we deliver our mission? Mm -hmm. How do we deliver our mission in a world that's different than when we started the mission? Um, and I think that makes, that's the difference between those that have survived and even thrived um, to a certain degree through this uh, and those that folded or, or couldn't. And um, so that, that creativity, I imagine uh, a great source for that is working with youth. <laughs> yeah. Would you say the youth uh, encourage you? Do they keep you going? You know, what's, oh, yeah. what keeps you coming back, I guess, is oh, the next for sure. question. Well, I think for me as well, is like young people are incredibly creative and uh, insightful and just really funny. Oftentimes they, they say things that adults like, you know, they, they wouldn't be willing to say or that, you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of, um, things that young people just like aren't afraid to do, which is really exciting. Um, I think for me though, and part of why I really came back to Trekkers is I think, so I joined something called student leadership in Trekkers where when our students that are juniors and seniors, uh, when they become juniors and seniors, they're invited to join our leadership program where they can kind of learn, you know, what not to do. They learn like boundary setting and how to best uh, support young people and like the different things that us Trekkers staff and other leaders are trying to do. They learn those things and then are able to go on past like younger classes expeditions. So we might have some of our junior, junior students um, coming back and being leaders on seventh grade trips and eighth grade trips. Um, so that was something I did. And so for me at first, Trekkers was just this like cool thing where I got to go on a bus with a bunch of my friends um, and go to places that I wouldn't be able to go to. Um, obviously, you know, my parents or mom, like they wouldn't be able to take me and 15 of my other friends to like go on an adventure. So for me, when I was in the program, I was like, oh, this is great. But as I got older and I uh, became a leader in the program, it became it became different where um, for me, I wanted to start to do what leaders did for me. I wanted to be that person for young people. Um, I started to realize as I got older how much I looked up to the people that 
were my leaders. Um, I started to realize like how much they had supported me in times that I was having hard things go on in high school, as anyone does. There's all kinds of challenges that come up. Um, and so it became less about going on trips and more about um, kind of giving back to the program. And going beyond that, it, that kind of passion just kept growing. I think I knew, I had an idea in junior, like junior and senior year that what was happening with truckers, I just like really enjoyed being a part of. I hadn't really figured out why. Um, and so, well, what you're describing is service leadership, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, or servant leadership is, it's also called, yeah. Um, which, you know, you're serving the community, uh, that you're leading, you know, yeah. in that sense. And I, there's probably a much deeper explanation out there for that, but, um, but the concept is there and, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. There's a part of me as well that is recognizing the long-term element of it. I am lucky enough, um, to be. 24 years old and I have people in my life now that I'm not a Trekker like student anymore, of course, right? I graduated the program and everyone in my class have graduated and many classes have graduated before me, but I have relationships now that have transcended like the, the specific programming that Trekkers does. I have people that I have been a role model to me for over a decade now um, and are still role models for me and people that I can call upon be it like a year from now, or if it's something more consistent, I like have this web of support of adults that um, care for me and aren't, they don't need to for any particular reason. Right. Like mm -hmm. there's no, um, there's no strings attached to it. There's no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for there. It's unconditional Yeah. where, um, yeah, I have all those things now. And I think the beauty for me is, strangely kind of seeing some of those things happen in the moment where there are students that I worked with um, as a student leader that are juniors and seniors in college now that I call upon and be like, hey, uh, I could really use your skills and like your personality and your your passion and energy would be a fantastic like benefit for this leadership team. Like, do you think you'd be able to make it? Mm -hmm. And some obviously people have different things going on. So some people are able to or able not to, but there's like, even though I yeah, consider myself young. I have relationships that are, you know, five, six years old that I can call upon to bring into other young people's lives. And, yeah. Uh, it's just something that just really makes me really happy to be here. And it also feels like I'm really uh, investing in the community in a way that's like long-term and also mm -hmm. uh, something I can just like keep growing, which is really exciting. That's fantastic. Um <clears throat> I had another, I was going to, I was waiting patiently to ask you this one question and listening intently. And I forgot what the question was because I was <laughs> listening so hard. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll just keep on moving on then. So uh, looking forward, what do you see for Trekkers in five years? Mm, we just bought a home, which is really exciting. So we are on Old County Road now. Um, and so I'm excited. There, there's many things, many answers to that question, but I'd say one piece is excited to grow there and have, um, I, I feel really passionate about having student voice in how that space grows and how, uh, that becomes something that hopefully students and students to become and students to be, yeah. Uh, will have a say in like what that looks like and yeah. what we might make, uh, how we decorate it. Like yeah. if there's going to be paintings or murals or, um, what we might set up there. So there's that. And then also 
just expanding that web and having bringing more people into Trekkers, having more community partners, more volunteers and more students that are going out into the world, like feeling more secure in who they are and that they have people that they can call upon to help. And if that means coming back to being a volunteer, that's awesome. But if it doesn't, that's also like a really incredible thing. We're hoping that, yeah, more and more students are leaving this area feeling, um, feeling supported and just more confident, uh, more optimistic. That's really what I would hope for. I think that's very achievable because what you've described so far is an amazing organizational culture where the population being served and those that are uh, supporting that through their work, um, it seems like there's some fluidity between them that you've created a community, not a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. And I commend you on that. That's great. I mean, I think Trekkers is fantastic. I knew of Trekkers only through, you know, anecdotal information uh, through an AmeriCorps program with the state at one point I was working with. And so I'd always kind of had Trekkers on my radar, um, but I, you know, and going to the website and seeing all the fun, cool stuff you're doing, but, but this gives me so much more to think about, you know, I didn't necessarily uh, have the big picture vision and I feel like you really painted that out for me. So you guys have a great past. It looks like you're doing great now and, and you obviously have a good future ahead of you. Uh, so Kayla Robinson, <laughs> thank you for coming in. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share about Trekkers before we wrap it up today? Oh, geez. I mean, obviously I could spend forever talking about Trekkers, but, um, I'll give you three minutes. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Take as much time as you like. Sorry, I'm thinking. No, no, no. And you, you covered a lot in this. So I think, you know, you may not have a whole lot left to say, who knows, but, um, Yeah. I think the biggest thing is really just like jumping on that bus um, and going on one of those adventures is, you know, metaphorically or not like really what I'm all about and excited for. I think, uh, yeah, just investing in young people and young people's lives is what we're doing at Trekkers and it's what I'm excited about and more people doing that, the better. Yeah. No, fantastic. Well, you gave us so much and, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time and I appreciate the effort, you know, to come and spend some time doing this. I know it's not always easy to sit down in front of a microphone and, you know, rattle away about what you do, but uh, you did a great job. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Making my show look good. No, thanks for having uh, me. Yeah. So with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. This is the Mainly Matters Nonprofit Report. Today we spoke with Caleb Robinson from Trekkers here in Rockland, Maine. If you have any questions about any of this stuff, please feel free to email me at jmccannell at gmail.com. That's J-M-C-C-A-N-N-E-L-L -L at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to get you in touch with Trekkers or any of the places that we have talked about in these last few episodes. Great. Jared McCannell signing off. Thank you. We're back with the Mainly Matters Nonprofit Report. We actually have an update, a short update for you from our last show. We are here with Caleb Robinson from Trekkers here in Rockland, Maine. And Caleb would like to tell us about the Trekkers Training Institute. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to mention was that Trekkers also has something we call TTI, Trekkers Training Institute, where um, we really focus on boiling down what it is that Trekkers does. So our principles as well as our model and try and teach that to other organizations if they want to start following um, the approach of trying to have a six-year model and trying to focus on the relationships uh, built over the outcome. 
Um, and just, yeah, the last thing, if you're interested, feel free to look into the Truckers Training Institute. And other than that, we're always looking to have more people involved, be that through volunteering or any sort of involvement with the organization. So great. And so what's the Trekkers website? Uh, Trekkers.org. So T R E. I'll never remember that. <laughs> K K E R S. I interrupted you. So it's T R E K K E R S dot org. Yep. Sorry for the interruption. No, it's okay. Um, well, that's fantastic. We're really happy to have you back. Um, this is just a quick update, so we're going to wrap it up <clears throat> Wrap it up real quick. But if you have any questions about Trekkers, you can email me at Jared McCannell, which is, excuse me, jmccannell at gmail.com, J-M-C-C-A-N-N-E-L-L at gmail.com. And I'd like to thank Caleb for coming back in and giving us that update about Trekkers Training Institute. Check it out. 